let's get going, okay? So, three lines to the bottom of Tzadi Zion, Amud Beis. Let's repeat the Mishnah that we ended off yesterday's daf with. Hamafresh Nekeva Lepischai. We know that a Karban Pesach is supposed to be a male animal, a sheep or goat within one year of age. If somebody sets aside a female for a Karban Pesach instead of a male, a Zachar Ben Shneish on him, or it's a Zachar, but too old. Okay? It's in the second year of life. It's not in its first year of life. The halach is year achi, you let it graze until it gets a mum, until it gets a blemish, then you, t- you sell it, and what do you do with the money? Then you take the money and you purchase a shlamim. Top of today's daf, top of tzadi chasam and aleph. If you have a somebody who designates the right type of animal, However, the owner who designated the animal, set aside the animal, kicks the bucket. So the inheritors, his sons after him, should not bring that same animal, L'Shem Pesach. Rather, Elo L'Shem Shlomim, they should offer it L'Shem Shlomim. Zog the Gemara. We learn from the Halacha of our Mishnah, Three things. First of all, you see that Now, once an animal is pushed aside and it's no longer capable of being brought as that carbon, it's nitchin. You can't do anything else with it. Hence, the Mishnah says, You let it graze until it gets a mum. You can't just take this animal and say, You know what? Maybe I'll bring it a different time. No. Once it's pushed off, it's pushed off. You also learn from here, that once something is meikara dichoi, once something is pushed aside, in the beginning it remains pushed aside. Okay. Now what this means is that even if something initially was never capable of being this carbon, for example, I set aside a two-year-old male animal or a one-year-old female animal to be my pesach, which it wasn't fit for in the first place. A female cannot be a carbon. A two-year-old zakhar cannot be a carbon pesach. Still, since it didn't even work initially, but it's pushed off, it's going to be pushed off. And you also see that um, that when something is pushed off, it goes on damim, it goes on the value, um, uh, it goes on the value of the animal as well. Hence, we say, that if the animal gets pushed off, what do you do? You let it get a blemish. Then what do you do with the money? Do you buy a carbon Pesach? No. That money is used for slums. You see, even the value of uh, the, the value of the animal also is dichoy, is also pushed off. Hamafresh Pischai, the person who sets aside the two-year-old animal, Tan Rabban, the rabbis are so shui. Hamafresh Pischai, the person who sets aside his animal, for mace and he dies in Benai, and he dies. If his son was part of that same group for the carbon Pesach anyway, then the child's allowed to bring it the same Pesach. If the child was not set aside to be part of the Chabura with the father on this animal, then then on the first day of Cholamayr, you should bring it as a shlamim. You could bring it on Cholamayr because this Tana holds that any neder and nedava, which the shlamim has turned into, 
is not allowed to be brought on a yomtif. Okay, so we have a very interesting gemara, and I want us to notice the um, the addition. We'll call it as of now of the brisa. When we read the mishnah, the mishnah said, if you have a father that set aside a carbon pesach and the father kicks the bucket, then the son should not bring it as a carbon pesach. From this brisa, you see that if the son was registered with the father, however, then the son is permitted to bring it as the Karban Pesach. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to ask as to the circumstance surrounding the father's death, the Misa of Amos, when did the father die? If you say the father died before midday, on the 14th day of Nisan, meaning before the Zman, before the time of, of the Karban Pesach, why if the son is part of the same group, should he be allowed to bring it as a Karban Pesach? Here's the problem. Ready? In Onain, somebody who loses an immediate relative is not allowed to partake. You're not allowed to, not allowed to perform uh, uh, the mitzvah. He's already in Onain before this man of Pesach even showed up. So that can't be the case because the, you can't even consider it like he's registered to the same carbon because at, when this man came, he can't be registered to any carbon. The case has to be like this. He had a family registered on a carbon. Nebuch, the father, passed away after Chatzais. And we said, if the son's part of the Chabura, he could bring it. If he's not part of the Chabura, he can't. says, Why, if his kid is not part of the same Chabura, can he bring it as a Shlomim? It was already had, it already had the name of Pesach once you hit Chatzais. And Memela, it should be considered Dichoy. It should be considered pushed aside. And the son should not be allowed to bring it for the sake of a shlamim. It already was established as a Pesach. And Dichoy Me'ikara have a Dichoy. We said once something is pushed aside, it's permanently pushed aside. Why is the son allowed to bring it as a Karbanel? Amarava, Rabbi says, let me explain the case to you. Papa passed away prior to Chatzais. I. What about our problem? If it's before Chatzai, so how can you tell me they're both registered together? It means Lashom Pesach Sheni. The father died before Chatzai, and the son was Memona with him. The son is allowed to bring that as a Pesach Sheni because he's an Ainain. And since he's an Ainain who can't perform it, so we're going to allow an Ainain to have a Pesach Sheni the same way a Tameh person. And a far and a far away person as Pesach Sheni, this Ainin also, and that's how he'll bring the carbon in the same carbon that a month ago when Yud Nisa, I was registered on. I'm going to bring it a month later. Abayim Rabbi says with Stodim Katani, the Mishnah then with two different cases, two different Stodim. Meis Achar Chatzais Benaimi Menuim Ma'ivin Lushon Pesach. If the father died after Chatzais, then if the son was with him in the group. So it's already brought as a carbon Pesach because the father died. Let's say it could even be after they were makrovin. If he died before chatzayis, then if his son is not part of his chabura, he sh- then he should bring it as a shlamim on the sixteenth day of Nisan. Rav Shravi Amar Rav Shavya says, "I'll tell you the case of the Mishnah. We could be dealing with the father dying after chatzayis. The father was ready a geisus. A geisus means that you have somebody nebuch." who's got one foot in the grave and the other one on a banana peel. Okay? So the halacha is that if, uh, if the father 
would have been a geisays at chatzais. Um, so as soon as chatzais hits, the name Pesach would not apply to the animal automatically. Because when somebody's like in between and they're, they're on their way out, we're going to say that you're not even allowed to establish the animal as a carbon Pesach. And Mamela, the issue of dichoy, of being pushed off, remains pushed off, will say the animal was never pushed off. It never took on the status of a carbon Pesach in the first place. That's Rav Shrabia. Rav Ashi, Amar Rav Ashi, says, He died after Chatzayis, Rav Shimon, he died Amar. And we're finding the pin of Rav Shimon, who says, He says that actually, Balchai, um, an animal, is not nitchen, does not get pushed aside. This obviously is arguing on the opinion that we've been having up until now, that by living animals, once it's pushed off from Kedusha, it does get pushed off, but apparently this is a machlaikas about whether that's true. Ravina, Ravina says, We could be dealing with when the animal was only made into a carbon Pesach after Chatzayis, and uh, the father, died after Chatzais as well, because Savar Chatzais Kava, and we could hold that the time is what establishes it as a Karban Pesach, as opposed to the Shem Pesach being established as a Karban Pesach. In other words, is it, my, is it me labeling my animal that establishes it as a Pesach, or is it the time frame as we explained yesterday? Period. End of that Mishnah and Gemara discussion. Brand new Mishnah. This is a very short Mishnah with a very short Gemara. Here we go. Ha-Pesach Shinasarib is very interesting. Shaili, you have a carbon Pesach that gets mixed up with other carbonas. All right, so you got a bunch of carb- animals set aside to be sacrifices. And my carbon Pesach gets mixed up with all of them. Kulon The lucha is all the carbonas, you let them graze till they get a mum, a blemish, v'yimachru, then they all, you sell them. V'yavi b'dmei ha-yafa shebohem very interesting. Then you bring the most, whichever animal was the most expensive, you bring it for that type of carbon that the animal is fit for, right? Different carbonates are fit for different type of animals, okay? And also the most, uh, the most hayafa, the most beautiful, the most expensive one from that type as well. And you give up the Maisar, Mi Beisai literally means from his house. Over here, it's referring to, um, over here, it's referring to, you have to use that money to purchase Devarim Shebekdusha. You have to use that money for the, for the Beisai Mikdash. Okay? So let's give an example. Um, if let's say you have an animal that's worth $1,000, okay? And you have three animals that, however many, five animals, ten animals, whatever. Let's deal with three, okay? Because then, then you have a few animals that get mixed up. The most expensive animal is worth $1,000. And you know that one of those animals was a carbon Pesach. And you know another one was a Chatas. You know one was an Asham. I believe Rashi says we're dealing with an Eil and an Asham. Um, yeah, Rashi deals, says we're dealing with a carbon Pesach, a carbon Eil, and a carbon Asham, Okay? Those three types of animals get mixed up. So, um, the Allah is going to be, you bring the most, uh, you bring the most expensive one uh, as an Asham, and the most, uh, w- that same value you have to bring as a Pesach and as an Ayla as well. Okay, so, so listen, like this. 
a thousand asham oila pesach. One of them's worth a thousand dollars. The other ones are worth less. I don't know what's what anymore. I don't know which ones are oila pesach. The lacha is, you let them graze till they get a mum. You sell them, and then you have to bring the highest value that you got for each of the animals. So you're going to have to purchase an oila, asham, and a pesach for the most expensive one that you sold. Let's say your mother was a thousand. You have to spend a thousand dollars on each one of those carbonates. Okay, the opposite of my and you have to take the loss, the extra money that you're now going to have to pay to buy, to buy thousand dollar animals comes at your own uh, your own funds. Besides, the bchayris of let's the carbon pesach gets mixed up with a bchar. Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon says, "Im chaburis kahanim." If the chabura has kaihanim, so yaychelu. The kahanim are allowed to eat. Uh, are allowed to eat all three animals that night because either way, I have a carbon pesach mixed up with firstborns. The firstborns are permitted to be eaten by the by the kaihanim. So as long as I only have kaihanim, it's not the kaihanim included. Has to be only kaihanim as long as only kaihanim. So they should eat all three carbonas because I know at least. Some of you know at least one of them is going to be my carbon pesach, and uh, I have my carbon pesach with extra meat, no problem. Top of Amud Bay, Zok to Gemara. I become icy kachim the base hapsul, but you're bringing kachim to a base hapsul. Okay, now Rashi, uh, well, what's happening here is like this, Zok Rashi. A bechar carbon has a more time frame. A longer time frame to be eaten. You have two days and a night to eat your bachar. A carbon pesach only has that night. So the Gemara is bothered. What are you going to do if you have leftovers? Because a carbon pesach becomes nicer and you got to burn it the next morning. But then, if you burn your pesach, the animal that I'm burning might very well be a bachar that I'm still obligated to eat, and I'm burning kachim. So I'm turning it. I'm, I'm running into. Long term, short term gain and long term losses. Says the Gemara of Shimon Tamei, the Amar Mevian Kachin Lebeis Absul. You're allowed, you're allowed to open yourself up to such situations. You're allowed to, since it's only a chance, you could technically eat all three animals. If you're Kahana, since only a chance, you're allowed to do such a thing. Heading over of Shimon's of that opinion, the Tanan, you learned in a mission. Ashim Shenasar B'Shlam V'Ashim gets mixed up with Shlam and Shimon. And Shimon says. Yishchatu b'tzafim. They should both be shechted on the northern side. Ve'yachlu b'chaymer shelahem, and you should eat with the with the halachas that are the most machmir. This way, you know that you're certainly doing the right thing. Amrulai, they said to my eye, "Emevim kashnei tapshul." Granted, right now you're going to follow the most chamer one, but the lenient ones, you might end up uh, potentially burning them when, when really you're allowed to eat them. Obviously, it didn't bother him. For abonon hechi abdin, and so according to abonon who are bothered, what taka should you do? Yeah, what what would you do if uh, if you have your bechor with the carbon pesach that get mixed up? Amarav Rabbah says, I'll tell you, namtin layad shiyumamu. You wait until they all get a mum, the yavi behema shmena, and then you should be makriv the behema shmena, the most uh, the, the fattest and the the best animal. Valayman, you should say kol hecha the isi lepesach, whichever one is a carbon pesach, tochol alei dahai. Let its kedusha go onto this animal. And then you eat all of them. Bechar Bal Mum. 
okay, as if it, as if it's a bechar balmum, and um, ultimately, uh, you know, we're going to assume that once you bought this animal and you paid uh, you paid the most for it. So as long as you uh, you know by being careful in this way, you're basically uh, you're basically covering your losses. Chabura shabbat pischa. You have a chabura that lost its carbon pesach. The head is set aside. Oyve, the shepsula ran away. V'amru lechad, and um, one of them said, "Tzayu bakish chaytolenu, go and uh, look, go look for what, go look." And shech the carbon pesach v'halachu matzav v'shachat. He went, found the carbon pesach, and shechted it. V'hem lachu v'shachtu. In the meantime, they were nervous. Yeah, it's kind of like you, you're waiting for your tenth man for a minion. The guy goes out to get the tenth man. He finds him. He comes back, and half the place left already. Right. So they sent this guy to get the pesach. He got the pesach. Shechted. He comes back, and they said, "Oh, we by the way, we we didn't know whether you found it or not. So we got another animal and shechted it." If his carbon, the, the original Pesach that was lost, was shechted first, he should eat from that. And they should eat that one as well. If theirs was shechted first, they should eat from the new one. And he should eat from the one that he found. And I guess anything extra will have to be burnt. And if let's say they're not sure which one, the original one that was found or the new one that was set aside, if they're not sure the time, whether you know it was too close in time, they're not sure which one was shechted first. Or they found out it was taka shechted at the same time. He eats his, they're not allowed to eat with him. Okay? Now, interestingly, it doesn't say that they eat from their own. Before we just said he eats his and they eat theirs. Over here it says he eats his and they're not allowed to eat this with him. Okay? So what happens with their animal? It goes to the Beisasreva. Nobody's allowed to eat it. So they don't get the mitzvah of eating carbon Pesach that year. And they also don't get a Pesach Sheni. They put them from bringing a Pesach Sheni. Why? Because this is very posh. This is very simple. Okay? Rashi explains this. Because like we said, the only time you bring a Pesach Sheni is when you didn't fulfill your mitzvah of bringing a Pesach Rishon. Here they certainly fulfilled their mitzvah. We just don't know if they fulfilled it with their animal or his animal. But they certainly got their mitzvah. So they can't eat it because there's a chance that they brought theirs first. They can't eat his because there's a chance that they brought theirs first. He certainly can't eat theirs because he never intended to be part of their chabura. So what do we say? The, he eats his and they get nothing this year, nor do they get a Pesach Shein. Omar Lahem. What happens? They send a guy out to get the animal and on his way out the door, he says to them as follows. If I'm going to go look for the animal, if I don't come back soon. Make sure when you get your other animal to have me in mind. And then he went out, found the carbon pesach and shechted it. They found their, and they, it was taking him a long time. And they decided to shechted the carbon pesach as well. If there was shechted first, 
then they could all join together because he told them, have me in Zinin, have me in mine. The first he says they eat theirs. The meaning they is We know they are both at the same time. They should eat theirs. He cannot eat. He's now losing out. He cannot eat with them because at the time that he's makriv his own carbon that he found, he's showing that his das was on the new carbon. Another animal goes to Beis Asreifa, even though he can't eat the Pesach Rishon, he's not going to get Pesach Shini because we know he certainly fulfilled his mitzvah with one of those animals. Omar Okay? What if he says to them, you know, if I come back late, have me in mind. Okay? And they say to him, if you find the animal, shechted on our behalf, then they can all eat from whichever one was shechted first. If, they, if we can't figure out which one's first, then they both get their mitzvah of bringing a carbon, but they both can't eat. And both animals go to the base of If he didn't say anything, he just walks out the door. They said, go find the animal. He's like, all right, bye. They didn't say anything to him. He didn't say anything to them. Then they're two separate chaburis. Two separate groups now. And everybody just does their own thing. What happens if you have two groups, they show up, each group has a carbon Pesach, and now their Pesach gets mixed up. I don't know which Pesach is mine, you don't know which Pesach is yours. One pulls the carbon this way, the other one pulls the carbon the other way. Now this obviously only works if the animal is not shechted yet. If two people, two groups show up to the base of Mikdash with carbonus, and now these two sheep look identical. We don't know which one's which. So each one could take back their, uh, t- take one of those animals. And here's what you do. Have one, ch- one member of each group switch sides. And they should all say as follows. If this carbon Pesach that we have is ours, then you're leaving your Pesach, Venimnes Al Shalanu, and you're part of our group, And if this Pesach is for the other group, um, then Yadina Mushukas Mishalanu, we're leaving our Pesach, Veniminu Al Shalach, and we want to join your animal. And that works, and now they could all take part and join in the Karbanas. Yeah, if you have five groups of five people or ten people, Maishlam Echamikabura each one should take one, uh, one chevra from the other group, and that is the stipulation that they should all make to uh, to cover themselves. Let's say you have two people whose carbon pesachs get mixed up, so you only have one, you only have one person per team now. You can't just switch sides. Each one should take one of the animals, and you got to find somebody else. And now that you have two people registered in each carbon, you do the same swap scheme. Yeah, you swap one member. And they make the same stipulation. This carbon Pesach is mine. Then you got to leave yours and join mine. Uh, I'm allowing you to leave yours. I'm allowing you to join my Chabura. And if this animal that we're shechting is really yours, I am leaving my carbon venimnis al shalcha, and I would like to be counted towards your carbon.
Okay. Um, we're going to, we are three lines to the bottom. We're going to hold it here for today. Tomorrow we finish the, we finish the parak and we start the very famous parak of uh, the 10th parak of Psachim called Erev Psachim Samach Lemincha. And we're going to get into an interesting Mishnah which actually just applied yesterday and today um, with the halachas of uh, eating too close to a yomtif. And we, we got into this, Rev, Rev, uh, Rev Friedman gave a shir on this on Thursday night in shul over Zoom uh, um, from Lakewood. Uh, concerning uh, you know the iser of eating a suda too close to yamtiv, eating food too close to yamtiv, uh, we'll get on to that tomorrow. It's a very very short daf, so uh, we'll hold it here for this evening. We'll, we'll pick up nine thirty tomorrow morning. Agitavach.